Welcome to the Sparks and Space podcast. I'm your host, Ailish Lucas, and each week I'll be bringing sparks of inspiration to ignite into your business and the space to remind you who you truly are. I'm so excited that you're here. So let's dive in. Hello, my love. I hope you are so, so well. And welcome to this episode of the Sparks and Space podcast, where we're going to be talking all about when you're lost in business and the joy of finding your way back. My, oh my, this is a juicy episode. Why? Because if you've been in business for a while, you'll know that motivation is like bathing. It doesn't last, which is why we have to do it every day. And the late and great Jim Rohn said that quote, so I can't claim it as my own, I'm afraid, but it's a great one, right? But the problem is, what happens when you just can't find that motivation on your way back or your way back to the energy that you once had? I get it. I really, really get it particularly with the shit show that's happened over the last few years. We all have collective PTSD from everything that's happened and continues to happen. It feels absolutely relentless, extrinsically and intrinsically. And it can be so, so hard to pick yourself back up again and start when the momentum has been lost. So what do we do? How do we get back? And before I go into that, I want to just kind of touch briefly on the woo-woo side, because I fundamentally believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, meaning no matter what or how enlightened you are, or whether you can get your foot over your head in yoga means nothing when global pandemics happen, and grief hits, or business revenue drops off a cliff, or anything that is important to you happens, which alters your state of being. On a side note here, I'm still trying to get my foot over my head in yoga. I tried it last night, which I wish I'd have filmed because it would have made for some comedy content. Uh, However, moving on. (laughs) I wanted to look firstly at the definition of motivation before we dive into how to get it back. So the definition of motivation is the human need or desire to change something about themselves or their environment. And according to a theory called self-determination theory, people are motivated to grow and change by three innate and universal psychological needs. So the first one is autonomy. So people feel that they're in control of their own behaviors and goals and to take direct action will result in a real change. The second one is competence. So people need to gain mastery over tasks and learn different skills. And when you feel that you have the skills needed for success, you're more likely to take action to achieve those goals. And the third thing is connection. So the need to experience a sense of belonging and attachment to others. So if we can link our vision of what we want to each of these three categories, then it can help to motivate us again. Now, 
going back to that spiritual being have a human experience example the only tricky situation here is that sometimes our personal lives can stop the motivation completely if we were a cop it's overflowing and not in a good way and so we can be so exhausted and we don't have the space for motivation let alone joy and following someone's theory to get us back there, sometimes it's just too much and we just can't do it. So I want to give you a real life example so we can bring some color to this theory to then help you move through it to get, then get that motivation back. So let's take a fictitious name. So say for example, Alicia. Alicia has come to see me and um, I've asked her, what do you want? Um, and she said, I want to feel more motivated in my business. And it's like, okay, great. So why do you want that? And she said, I want to feel more joy for me. I want to help others. And it's part of my legacy work. I'm re I really, really love doing it. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So what's stopping you from getting there? And Alicia then says, I'm tired. I have a huge amount going on personally and I can't concentrate. I feel like I've lost my spark. I don't quite know how to get it back. And I feel a bit of a film or fog over my head and I just can't seem to clear it. And it means I'm not doing anything in my business. I feel like I'm stagnating. I feel like I'm not enjoying each day. I'm just kind of getting through it. And no matter how hard I try, it just doesn't seem to be working. Now, maybe you can relate to Alicia in some way, shape or form. So let's have a little look at what she said and let's see what we can do to move through it. So what do we do first? Well, the first thing that Alicia said was she was tired. And I want to talk about this because if you're tired, the greatest thing you can do is show yourself some compassion and actually rest. Because business is a marathon, it's not a sprint. So let's not buy into the idea that time is running out right now. In order for us to speed up, we all also must slow down. If you look at athletes, like they're never always running. They have very scheduled bursts of exercise and then rest. And yet we forget that we are kind of like athletes in the sense of we need to be able to think of business as that marathon. Therefore, we need to incorporate rest in there. But because society, because social media, because outside forces, because even our friends and family see that when we're resting, they're like, oh, it's all right for you, isn't it? With your nice business. And it's like, Yes, and you haven't seen all of the work that we've done so far, all of those evenings by ourselves, just sat there on our laptop. And all of the, even though you don't have your laptop there, you still have your mind whirring over ideas and worries and things that are going on with your business in order for it to be a success. So rest is actually revolutionary. And I heard that once it really, really resonated with me very deeply, that rest really is revolutionary. And one of the greatest acts of self care that we can give ourselves. So firstly, let's give yourself permission to rest. 
And if you need it from somebody else, I am giving you permission to rest and rest indulgently. Now, there'll be more on that in another episode. But what I mean by that is do it properly. Go and if you if you can, I understand that there will be you might have different needs and different wants and different things going on right now. So rest might be a nap. But if you're going to go and have that nap, go and snuggle yourself up and don't just have it on your chair on your desk because you feel a bit guilty about taking time out away from your laptop. Go and do it and enjoy it and know that you deserve that. Or go and watch a movie in the afternoon and take yourself with a blanket and get all snuggled up and really enjoy having that rest and doing it indulgently and feeling good about that. But I'll talk more about that in another episode. And then now let's look at what's going on personally. If there is a huge amount, maybe there's something really heavy like grief or you've got children and you're worrying over them if they're ill or if there's a behavior that they're experiencing that you're concerned about or if they're in school and there's things going on or if you're personally having relationship troubles at this time. It could be any anything, but it's distracting you. So what we need to do there before we can get that motivation back is to actually allow ourselves to feel the emotions so that we can then move through them. So this is where we can take autonomy over the lack of emotion to release what we need to emotionally so that then our completely full up cup that we've got can start to get a bit more space in it and maybe the joy and motivation can then start to creep in. To add to this, we can then develop a mantra. So I personally use this one um, many a time and it goes something like this. Feel free to use it as well if it speaks to you. And it is, I can feel all the feels and be a badass in business. So feel free to create your own or use that one for the time being. But the reason that this works so well is it gives you permission to feel all of those emotions, to get them out, either through journaling or speaking to a friend or speaking to a coach or speaking to a therapist and just get all of that shizzle out of your head. So I'm, I'm really feeling your body as well, because what we tend to do is sometimes disassociate. So we have all of these thoughts going on in our heads, but um then if we're not going to recognize them, they can start to come up and, and work through them properly. They can start to show up in our bodies and like back pain and different things that could, different ailments that can happen, which are chronic. So if we can then start to really drop into our bodies and say, where do I feel this in my body? How does it feel? And what needs to be released? And do I need to just give myself a bit of a hug and sit there and and cry for a little bit or write it out and be really, really mad about it all and go and punch a pillow or something, then do that and allow yourself the time to do it so that then you can come back and be badass in business. And what this does is it gives us a release, which then helps those endorphins to come back so that then maybe we have capacity to do a little bit more. 
So once we're then feeling like we have control a bit more and we've done these self-care practices, that's when we can then look at competence. So our belief that we can figure things out is paramount here. And given the personal situation, we could apply a new theory here and uh, it's called the marginal gains approach. So this is where we make tiny, tiny changes, like 1% changes each day to get towards our goal. And then once we've done that 1% change, we can go back to the self-care and back to the resting. And please note, I said back to the self-care and the resting, not then doing more. Because if we are tired, and for most of the population, we are really bloody tired, then we need to be able to rest, not do more, so that in the long term, we can end up doing whatever we want to, or we have we have capacity to do more. And that's not necessarily business, that's also other parts of our lives like exercise and fun and joy and going out for date night and seeing friends and going to exercise classes and trying to put your head, like or your foot over your head rather. You can try and put your head over your foot. I'm not entirely sure it'd work though. Anyway, so when we can make these 1% changes and then go back to resting, it helps to empty out some of that cup a little bit more. So then we have more capacity the next day. So then we can ask ourselves, what could be one thing that we could do today that would make the most impact to move things forward and get us closer to our goal whilst simultaneously then being able to go back to resting and then I could do something different next tomorrow and the next day and the next day after that. So that's just something to think about there. Then we move on to connection. So is this a case of, with everything that's going on, with every all the ways you're feeling, do you need a coach to help you move through this? Or is this just a meal with a friend and a catch up that you need? The connection here is the key thing to like help us feel understood and held by someone before we then move on to being held accountable once the personal situation is better. And the reason I say feel understood first and held is because as women, as business owners, whether you, if you're providing a service or you have a product-based business, you are giving all of the time. And you are maybe giving to like help your children, then you're giving to be of service in your business, then you're giving to provide free content to then help people come to your website to buy that product. And you're doing all of these things to give, 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 give. And you also need a team of people or a person, if that's only one person you can have, on your side to give to you and to nurture you. And when we don't have that, we get burnout really, really quickly. And this is why sometimes we can feel so tired because we're just giving all the time and we're not, and like our cup is either overflowing with overwhelm and stress and all of these things, but equally we have another cup, which is just so, so empty. And like, it's almost like the Sahara desert in there because we don't have anything that's filling us up. We don't have anybody filling our cup up. So this is why the connection is so important and to feel understood so you can then move through something because when we don't feel understood, we get frustrated. And this is where 
it can then become an almost self-fulfilling prophecy where we're like, we don't feel understood. We don't, we feel frustrated. We don't feel understood. We feel frustrated. And then you go down this little, little rabbit hole of like just frustration and feeling disconnected. So it's important to find people who can really just hold space for you. And this process can be repeated time and time again. So where I've said here, first of all, we, we look at the self-care stuff first going on, how we feel emotionally. So the, then we can start to look at um, feeling better so we can create more autonomy in our lives. So we feel like we can make the change in our life to take those steps towards our goals. Then we've got the competence. So after we've done the self-care stuff and we feel a bit better and we feel like we're in control, then we can go to the competence, which is where we can look at the different skills we maybe need or the key things that we need to do to move the business forward right now so that we can then achieve our goals in the long run. And then finally, we've also got connection there. So then we can also look at who do we need to speak to, to feel understood, to feel held, so that then we can feel connected to other people and keep moving forward. So we can keep repeating this process time and time again. And this is when we can, once we've given color to this theory, we can then start to apply it into our day-to-day -day life and it, our motivation will start to come back. And if you are still a little bit skeptical about it, then please know that your motivation will come back, my friend. It might take a little bit of time, but it will come back because you have survived 100% of your hardest days. Every thought and moment that you have had so far that you thought you couldn't get through, you did. And you got yourself through it. So this too shall pass. So honor yourself for how far you've come. Rest for now because it is a revolutionary act. And once you're ready, apply the theory in whatever way works for you because you are your greatest superpower. You are your greatest asset and you know what's right for you ultimately. So please believe that the motivation will come again because it really, really will. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to receive more of the joy that I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. And if you'd like a weekly dose of joy in your inbox, then sign up to my email list at alishlucas.com. So that's spelled A-I-L-I-S-H-L-U-C-A-S.com. And if you think today's episode might be enjoyed by someone you love, please let them know about it so we can be the joy, see the joy and spread the joy a little more in life. Bye for now.